I'm 36 years old. You're 37 years old. I am not 37 years old. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to keep trying to get me with that one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Fuck Is Our Mantra. I have been trying to get Richard uh, convinced that he's turning 37, so he will finally be older than me. Hasn't worked yet. Nope. Oh, well. (laughs) So between uh, our last episode and this one, I turned... 36 <laughs> you gotta think about, <laughs> gotta it, think about it oh damn <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 36 feels like 35 yeah i remember <laughs> that feeling <laughs> uh, more and more these days it's kind of just another day yep. um we, we decided not even to like go out of the house and do anything i think i'll get back into doing that once kennedy can like walk and not need like 24 7 attention you just have a crappy time of year for it's the birthday. worst time to have a birthday there's no fun and you well you did have some good news on your birthday. there was some great news on my birthday do you want to share nope. it um uh, my best friend melissa i love you if you listen to this I love you so much um they had their little girl on your birthday Yay! you have a birthday friend finally um, we can we can commiserate together <laughs> yes uh it's only it's only been a few days so yeah. baby's doing great Baby's doing great picture she looks beautiful yes um and we're working on our plans to come out to new york sometime this year uh, yeah i gotta go see my niece we're, we're going we're going so um sending them all the love yes. in the world all the love rob melissa and little Adriana. So it was a good birthday in that regard yes it was <clears throat> but you had, you had texted her in the middle of the day just to see how she was doing and she didn't respond so you had a feeling that yeah it was happening i was like oh, okay she usually responds <laughs> to me this is not this is happening yeah so and then we got i think we were told earlier that later that afternoon yeah. evening yeah. so but yeah and then this weekend i'll make a cake for you since i didn't make one yes. last weekend we were busy um and friends over and, and like I, I didn't without having a big party like i really didn't want a cake because i don't want to eat the cake um can you believe that folks i want to have he a, doesn't want cake i want to have a piece but then i want it out of the house so <laughs> kind of like a piece of ass for him Ouch. <laughs> wow. he wants a piece and get him out of the house <laughs> Uh, anyway what is your fuck of the week so mister? got some good news late last week um so if you live um here in des moines um and i'm sure it's in some of the other markets that that have newspapers that are owned by gannett they have a they have a series called storytellers um and it's a different kind of topic for each um show it's it's a, it's a show six speakers in each show 10 minutes for each speech essentially um, and they put the topics out ahead of time. And if you think you've got a good story to tell, you submit your, your idea and then they, they pick you or they don't. Well, the, 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 the topic for February seemed really interesting. So I sent in my idea, um, and they reached out and said, we want to learn more. So I shared a little bit more about what the story is. Um, and they let me know that they indeed wanted me for the February 25th show here in Des Moines at Hoyt Sherman place, which is where we saw Switchfoot. um, late late last year so super super excited to get to go and share um a a really depressing and yet uplifting story um and they make a podcast out of it so we'll be sure to share that that link out and and maybe the audio if i'm able to if i'm able to get the audio as well um but it's basically about our week from hell of november 2018 um and kind of how we we went into that lived through it and came out of it. So I'm super excited That's to tell That's not what it. I thought you were going to share for your fuck of the week. I don't know what it is then. 
<laughs> uh, he won an election this week. Yeah, I did. Are you allowed to share that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, maybe we should just stop there. Yep, we'll just leave and, it there. And, and, and when I can tell people. Ooh, yeah. whoops. Yep. Steve let, let it fly and he shouldn't have. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> big ass and a big mouth, folks. Oh. Um, my fuck of the week is actually something that is just small, um, but it's becoming more and more frequent, and I absolutely love it. Um, so uh, for those of you who don't know, Richard and I alternate nights putting Kennedy to bed. That includes like her final feeding and a bath time and pajamas and sometimes, you know, if she's <laughs> awake enough, books um, and things like that. And lately we have been playing, well, Richard's been doing this for a while, but lately I started playing um, music during her bath time. And <clears throat> for those of you who know me, music is absolutely like the number one thing in my life besides my family. And uh, Kennedy has really started to take to it lately for me. Um, I have been really inundating her life every night that I put her to bed with Whitney Houston, uh, especially since she was put into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this week. Um, <clears throat> and so... Kennedy is starting to uh, rhythmically get into it with her body, and she sits there and kind of bobs mm -hmm. in the bath, um, and kind of like makes the water go with her. And you can kind of tell she's starting to feel the music. Yeah, and I just she did it again tonight, and I was like, "This is the best thing yeah. in the whole damn world to see her um, internally like reacting yes. to something that that, that I love, love so much." Yeah. And, trying to push on her yeah i am pushing whitney houston on her you are and i rotate music every no time. no she's gonna get whitney houston for a while <laughs> um so yeah i love that it's just it's, it's a little thing that happens every other day yep. and it's just makes me smile every yep. time yep so uh the, speaking of I th we thought tonight would be a good um episode to talk about those little joyful things um the past 11, well, almost 11 months have been just kind of a roller coaster and some really shitty, shitty times and some <laughs> very tired times. What are you um, talking about? We're super awake right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I just, I told Richard, I thought it was a good idea to first just start the show this year on a positive note. And let's, let's speak to those things that um, bring us joy. And hopefully that will um, help our listeners. To yes. also embrace that. So we will have Richard kick that off right, at, right after this. So one of the things, and it's really kind of dumb, I think, but it's also something that I, that I definitely enjoy, is when I'm reading a book or watching TV, watching a movie, is that ability to feel like you've escaped the moment you're in that's that's to me it's like what the value of the of any entertainment is whatever form that is is the ability to escape and and feel something different than what you feel on a day-to-day -day basis well we watched the crown um and i feel like it, we'd watched an episode about two weeks ago um in season three where we were watching in the basement kennedy had gone to bed and it was kind of those things where like we both just wanted it was time together which always brings me joy um but we were watching this episode. Aww. I should have a cue button here or something like that. <laughs> um, but it was it was such a good episode. The music was incredible. And like when you can have good uh, a good audio track on top of any kind of visual and you've got a great story, like 
I, I looked at you and I was like, holy shit. Like, it was so good. It was 50 minutes long. Um, but that, it's a weird thing to bring me joy, but it definitely brings it's me joy. It's only the best show on TV. It's pretty good. Hello. It's pretty good. So that's one of mine for sure. Music. Hello. That's it mine. It is music. Yeah. Mine. Hello. Music. <laughs> uh, it's not a little thing. It's a big thing yep. for me. Every day. Um, every single day. Uh, multiple times a day. <laughs> All day at work. Um <laughs> Um, but I think more so than that, the, um, what were we watching lately? It was Grace and Frankie. No. <clears throat> oh, I think I sent you a video. Um, so I, yes, I was watching, um, this ironically about Whitney Houston. I was, uh, Oh yeah. I uh, had sent you a video of this vocal coach, um, essentially critiquing a Whitney Houston performance, yeah. which what, I wouldn't really call it a critique because he only had great things to say. Yeah. Um, but he was like calling out these specific nuances to her performance. And um, I kind of annoy Richard a lot with things like, I don't like how they phrase this certain word <laughs> or why do they sound like they're British when they're clearly American? Like all of these different phrasings and their tone and their inflection and the power or their softness. And I always call this out and like their, their vibrato, their, you know, decrescendos, yeah. all this different stuff. And Richard looks at me like, what the uh, fuck are you talking about? What? what? <laughs> um, and so I saw this video and it, this guy does such a great job at like, for users who don't really do this a lot or yeah. are just starting in the vocal vocal world. Um, he kind of breaks it down really easy and def- helps define things and talked about all those things about Whitney Houston yeah. that I loved. Love. What was the song? Do you remember? Uh, I Have Nothing. Yeah. From her yeah. AMA. That's right. Uh, performance. And it was really interesting. Like, I'll just interrupt <clears throat> you because like that performance, um, maybe we can put a link in the show notes to this particular video but he's in like the first five seconds he's talking about how she her vocals are off the the melody or no, whatever not it, it's off the beat off the beat i didn't want to say i thought that was wrong but okay so they were off the beat and he was like it was brilliant because it gets you into the song and it like wraps you in and she's doing it on purpose um and it was like even like as a listener i hear that and it's and i know like it's purposeful Yep. But it's so well done. Well, and it's it's meant, like you said, it's meant to draw you in. Yeah. Because especially if you're so familiar with the song, right. like that's just it changes it a it. huge song. Yeah. You you think, oh, I can sing along. And then all of a sudden she oh, doesn't shit. sing she and it comes it in down. later. Yeah. She throws you off. Yeah. And it, it that's artistry. And I, mean, when, I don't know if you remember this, but like the when you change uh, O sounds yeah. to ah sounds, it warms up. Um, the note yeah. just by like how your vo- voice sits right. and like that's the shit I listen to no, it's awesome. when I listen to a song <laughs> and so, and that I long way around to get to this but like that's one of those many things as I'm listening to the radio that gives me sheer joy is when I hear a person that I'm like fuck that was, was... good <laughs> uh, Carrie Underwood does that very well I think it's probably why I like her so much um, Kelly Clarkson does it really well so let me ask you a question. We're going to see uh, George Strait yep. in like nine days. Yep. He cl- he doesn't do that. Like he just gets out there and sings, right? Correct. So why? Where's the joy? Where's the? That's more nostalgic. Okay. Okay. I was raised on George Strait, okay. um, and his songs are well. I guess nowadays getting to be classic country yeah, for sure. Classic country. Um, <laughs> But he's just his melody is the, the chord progression. This is probably getting way too in the weeds. Yeah, a little bit. The chord 
progression between um, his choruses and then between the chorus and the verse and the chorus yeah. and the bridges and the verse and the bridges. Like, they're so... Um, you, the first time you would hear a song, you can't necessarily predict it. Yeah. And it, for me, if I listen to Miley Cyrus mm. or I listen to Katy Perry, have nothing against them. I can just predict a pop song sure. in about a half a second. Because yeah. um, they're usually very repetitive. I struggle with some switchfoot stuff sometimes because it's so repetitive. Um, I need to be challenged in my ear. So sure. um, George Strait just melodically uh, is a little bit um, talented. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be super good. It's going to be a long day, but it'll be super good. I took the next day off for that reason. Oh, you did? Yep. Okay. And we also have an appointment that oh, day. You do an so. appointment that day. Um, so what else? What else brings um, you? It's the little things. Yeah. Every day. Everyday <laughs> little things. So in the last, I would say, like four or five months, obviously we have Kennedy and there are good days and bad as any parent um, or anyone who's ever been around littles for an extended period of time knows. Um, but she is a lot more emotive and engaged now which is natural obviously she's almost a year old um but it seems like almost every day it's either something new or it's just laughter Uh, last night for example it is so dumb but she ate her first spaghetti for the first time and like she had four bites it was nothing crazy not a big mess um but it was so much fun to see her eat it you know, mm-hmm. um, and so well, you do love spaghetti. She and I are gonna love spaghetti. And oh, here's one. We posted a picture of this one. If you, if if um, you're not on our Instagram or you happen to miss this particular picture, we were in our grocery store two Saturday or Sundays ago, and they have a thing typically on the weekends where they've got an open tray of cookies or donuts where you can grab one for the kiddos and the adults too. Um, so Steve grabbed a cookie for Kennedy. She had never held a real cookie in her hand. Um, and it wasn't like a like a processed chips ahoy. It was no, like it was, one of the bakery cookies. It was cookies. a bakery cookie. Yeah. Um, and she knew what to do with that thing. And in a matter of 15 minutes, she'd eaten the whole damn cookie. I don't think we posted a picture of that. I Maybe I did on, on my personal, where she was just in the car seat. You like, may need to share that on the account. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, and she was happy about it. It was just fun to watch her because she, I mean, she knew what to she do. Would, she would eat a cookie and she'd let her, like... Previously, she let it roll around her mouth. She, you know, she like it'll come out eventually, or be all covered in slobber and then come out. Yeah, she like ate it. She this was a, yeah. She owned the cookie, which she is, is my girl. Yeah, your daughter for <laughs> sure. Which means all the good baked goods that I make Yay! is just gonna go to not gonna go to waste. Yes, uh, that's probably another simple joy for me and for sure. part of my quote unquote resolution yeah. uh, is baking. Yeah, uh, not cooking. I actually don't really enjoy cooking too much. So, like, making the Indian food you don't enjoy? <clears throat> Say what? Making the Indian food you don't? No. Okay. No. Uh, especially, I definitely don't enjoy it if it dirties a lot of dishes. Yeah, I like agree with that A lot of pots and pans, yeah. I really don't enjoy that. Yeah. And that particular dish... It makes a lot. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. Yeah. It tastes amazing. It does. But <laughs> it's, yeah. No, baking specifically, like, kneading dough and making frosting and... <laughs> um, this this is not baking, and if I'm if our listeners do this, I'm sorry. This is nothing personal, but like the the grand cinnamon rolls, uh-huh. that's not baking. But to me, that there, there's a little joy that just comes with oh my God. putting it in the oven. <laughs> I didn't make the dough, obviously. I didn't make the frosting, but I put it in the pan and I put it in the oven. 
I just there's a little joy there. There's a little bit. That's a little weird um, for a baker to say that. I, it's true. I, I don't know what it is. And it, I think part of it is like the aromas that come out of the oh, kitchen. For, yeah, and yeah. It just feels homey, and obviously, I know you love it. Um, so, I think one for me that we recognized um, late last year that we were failing <clears throat> on on a massive level um, was us time. And that's hard when you have an infant and you're both exhausted and both working full time. Um, and then it was, it was just busy and, and we were letting things that, that were important to both of us kind of go by the wayside. Give people some examples. We would put the kid to bed. One of us would make dinner. We'd make. No, I mean, what's important? What, what's, what's important to both of us that we weren't doing? Uh, going to bed together. I guess it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was that important because we were still sleeping in the same bed, and so like that to me was that's the that's what that's what you want, right? You want to sleep with the person you love. Um, but we'd you'd gotten to the point of going to bed at like nine p.m. Where still going to bed at nine p.m. Yes, but like before that, you we would usually go till nine forty-five, ten o'clock, and that was fine. But you, over the course of the last year, really moved up your bedtime. And I was like, well, I still have stuff to do, and I'm not all that tired. Um, but then I recognized that maybe I should go to bed with you at 9 o'clock, even though it's earlier than I want to go to bed. Um, I'll just get up earlier um, if I need to and that kind of thing. And that's been honestly like... Well, it was getting to the point that I was going to bed without you, and, yeah. I, and I was waking, waking up, up without you. Yeah, um, And that sounds... You know, I think probably to the uh, a person looking in, that doesn't sound like it's a big, deal. big deal. It's a big deal. It is um, because there's, there's there's even if you don't, and we we cuddle on things in bed, but like even if we don't, there's something to having that person there yeah. when you are falling, falling asleep. asleep. Yeah, or and or waking up. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever really had you in the bed waking up very much. Hardly ever, and yeah. the entire time I've known yeah. you waking up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a big one. It, it was. It's definitely helped. It it has. Um, both of us. So thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> it's important, and I think that's it's added joy in a way that like you wouldn't think adds joy, but it it does. Because like I think last night we watched a couple of TikTok videos and then just kind of rolled over and. Yes, we are the 36 year olds who <laughs> are like really 20 years old inside and want, yeah. and have down and have TikTok. Yes. Um. <laughs> I do it to watch the funny videos um, or ones that make me want to cry. I do it for the sexy boys. You do. Um, that's why we can't watch yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, and I think um, I think we've done a better job of um, when we do do date nights to actually be present in that moment instead of it's date night on the calendar. So we're just mm-hmm. not engaged. So yep. that, that those are big joy moments for me. Okay, we'll, we'll continue after a break. Did you know that the sixth leading cause of death in the United States is Alzheimer's disease? And that one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or other dementia, and it kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. I know times are tough, but I'm asking for your help. As the chair of the Iowa Board of Directors of the Alzheimer's Association for the next two years, I am working harder than ever to raise awareness and to raise funds to rid the world of Alzheimer's and all other dementias. 
And your money doesn't just go to research. It goes to care and support groups, which are free, by the way. The 24-hour hotline, which is free, by the way. To education and awareness programs in every community across the country. And it does go to research. The Alzheimer's Association is the third leading funder of research and the highest funder of research that is a non-governmental entity in the world. And they're making strides each and every day. So please, give it some thought. If you're interested, please click the link in the show notes to donate to our Alzheimer's walk team today. Your money stays in the local communities to impact, to support, and to educate people all across the country about Alzheimer's, the warning signs, and how to get care and support. This is a disease that is quiet, but it's continually taking away lives of people all around us, including my great aunt, my neighbor, and a dear family friend. Again, the link is in the show notes to go and support our walk to end Alzheimer's. And if you just want more information, you can go to ALZ.org. One thing that um, I've actually not shared on this uh, podcast yet is, um, obviously, if you've listened to our podcast in the past year, you know that that horrible week that Richard was telling you about um, was kind of a, uh, a the kickoff to a whirlwind of a life change that brought us Kennedy and everything that came with that. But um, I think between the loss and the grief and then not even not even three months later, Kennedy being born, and then you get fully f- thrown into parenting life, and obviously we just kind of said that we knew that <clears throat> things weren't, we weren't paying enough, enough attention to us as a couple. Um, I also was not paying any attention to myself. Um, and through those experiences as well as some others, um, I, I was talking to a coworker one day and I just said, I feel like I'm lacking confidence. And she said, you should go to the doctor and talk to somebody and like talk to your doctor about it and see what he says. See if you think, you know, just think to yourself if that applies anywhere else. And it totally did. It totally applied almost everywhere. And so I went to the doctor, I talked to him about it and I was actually diagnosed with, uh, clinical depression, severe depression. Uh, I think it's severe depressive disorder. Um, and that was kind of a blow, uh, to the gut. And, um, this was about the same time that Richard and I kind of discovered for ourselves that things weren't really perfect, I think for us. And so I actually started on some, some medication and, uh, I've been on it for, um, probably close to five months now. And it's maybe four months actually. Um, it's been amazing. I feel like uh, a lot of that, a lot of the, the recouping of our time and what we feel is a change there is large parts because I feel more like myself again. Um, I definitely, uh, think it's, it's, it's not a little thing, but it is kind of a little thing to just do a check-in with your mental health every day. Um, it's something I'm learning I'm not good at, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to get better at like just a mental check-in every day and am I present in this moment and how do I actually feel in this moment mentally, but physically and psychologically. Um, and so a little thing that I miss, and this is so stupid, 
but I miss a good drink. <laughs> uh, I can't drink. I have not been able to drink with this medicine that I'm on. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sitting here in Richard's office as we record this, looking at a decanter that has a whiskey in it next to two empty um, crystal glasses. And I'm like, fuck, that looks good. But I just can't have one. But we have a Glenlivet 12 yes. unopened for when you're off the medication. <laughs> yes. So um, <laughs> I, by no means have I was I ever ashamed of, of, any, of any of this. No. Um, I, I haven't shared it with a lot of people. But it's one of those things that it's incredibly important to pay attention to your mental health. Um, so it's not a little thing. It's, I know this episode's about little things that bring us joy. But... Um, I realized how much joy was gone out of my life yeah. by not taking care of my mental health. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Dr. Hembry, yeah. um, as well as a bunch of people who have been so, 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 so supportive. So it's a huge. It's huge yeah, for me. It is. So uh, Iowa needs to get better at their mental health. They do. They Just know. saying. I agree. I campaigned on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the campaign that he won, folks. It's not, because I'd be already busy at work again had I won mm, that we one. We should give them another hint. What should, What can we give them that would be a good hint? He only ran against two people. Same as last time. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's not a good hint. There was a, there was a female in this race. Okay. It's a little different. <laughs> Two people, a female, and this is an area that he is um, well-versed in. Ooh, I can't wait to hear people's thoughts. Yeah, I'm very excited <laughs> to tell people. Um, so. What else? There's so many little things that you don't really think about. Kennedy's uh, it, crafts. What's that? Kennedy's crafts. What are you talking about? Like the little oh. footprints, the little stuff that she brings home. We have a little butterfly painting on the refrigerator that's Dude. made out of little footprints. Yeah. Uh, but there was something else. Oh, like the adoption. Thank you the for adopting day. me. Yeah. Craft thing they gave us. Like they're just little feet and they're so cute. And it's I look at it every day. It's so cute. <laughs> it's the little things. Yep. For sure. Um, trying to think. She's... She is just so much a part of our life, obviously. And so, like, everything always just comes back to her. Um, life can get so crazy sometimes that you forget to, to your point, pause, reflect, take in the joy, take in the happiness that is around you. And um, one of my favorite Christmas movies is Love Actually. And at the end of that movie... Um, uh, Hugh Grant is narrating, and and he he's basically saying that if you take a pause and look around, you'll see that love actually is all around, and and to that point, joy is always around. You just have to sometimes go find it. Because um, yeah, we've had some some stressful moments. We've had some dark moments in the last twelve months. Um, in preparing for the storyteller, it really made me reflect on that particular week and I came home this week because I had a question about the day that we lost the first baby. And I was like, what did we do that day? Oh, is that why you asked me that? Yeah. Because my coach asked me and I was like, I know I went home. I know we cried on the couch. I know we called our parents and then I have no idea. Mm -hmm. That's how like out of it I was and you don't remember. No. So, and it's, it's, it's easy to fall into kind of, um, 
a, a negative pattern sometimes. Um, and I'm, I'm guilty of that. Like if I'm super stressed out, like I just kind of tunnel vision and, and don't, you know, take a pause and like get positive energy. I'm trying to do better as part of like a refocus on us and me. Um, especially this year, I need to be the best, the best dad I can be. I need to be the best husband I can be because then I can be the best person. Um, if I'm not good at those two things, then everything else really doesn't matter for me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it really wasn't a thing that brings me joy. I was just kind of nope. Well, I thought of one. Uh, <laughs> other people's joy brings me joy. Yes, it does. So, like looking at <clears throat> Melissa and, and the baby, and just knowing the journey that they have been on, um, <laughs> and will soon go on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, looking at your best friend Asata, and yes. their their um, what is she? A little over a year now. A year and a half, probably. And they're new expectant. Yep. Um, and they're moving to Minneapolis. Like, just all, all these little joyful things yeah. make me super happy. Yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll end with that. But um, we actually want to know, what are those little things that give you guys joy every day? Yeah. Is it your Starbucks coffee? Is it your donut? Um, I didn't bring up. I wanted to bring up donuts. Is it is it sex every night? Like what? Just what are these things that actually just just put the cherry on on, top. on the top of your day? Yeah. Uh, we want to know and we want to share them because yeah. I feel like a lot of people need more ideas to one hundred percent to bring more of that. Yes. So tell us seriously. We will wait right here. Go right now. Right now. Go on to Instagram. Richard and, and Steve. Us. Yep. At Richard and Steve. Right now. We'll wait. Still waiting. I feel like we need the Jeopardy theme music here. <laughs> uh, okay, now that you're there, follow us and send us some send us an idea of what brings you joy every day. We really want to share it. Um, and Richard will show this little cookie picture uh, as uh, with this episode. And uh, hope you all hope you guys have a great weekend. Find some joy this weekend. This podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at gosproutmedia.com where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's ghostsproutmedia.com.